0: morning afternoon or evening please delete as appropriate hello there and welcome to this the episode number 273 of the material podcast which we are very very proud to present to you and to yours and when i speak we i speak of myself andy anatko and our usual other half of the show florence ion flow how's it going this week
1: Hi Andy, it's going okay, except uh, for the fact that I realized I need to create a separate Spotify account for my daughter because <laughs> Google thinks that my mom is me. So when she says a command for "Mary Had a Little Lamb" to play on the smart speaker, that actually gets lumped into my algorithm. So I've been getting some very interesting artist choices in my <laughs> Spotify Discover Weekly lately. Uh, it's, um, it Spotify is confused. It's confused. I also think it's really interesting that the Google Home, and maybe I'm imagining this, maybe this is not what's happening, but it seems to process my mom's voice as mine. <laughs> and so, because you know, Google does that thing where it listens for the voice, and then it it uh, picks out which account that voice belongs to. And so, you know, if my husband is asking for music, it's clearly a very different voice. connected to a very different account versus me and my mother, my mother who born me. So, you know, there's a lot of just, I want to just share that anecdotal, you know, offering and, um, you know, also warn you that this is what Spotify does.
0: See, that's, that is a big problem when other people start like infecting the algorithm I, you just got you just got me thinking of, like, uh, given how many of these voice assistants, they're not terribly, like, uh, discerning that every time – now every time, like, I pass by an open window, like, on my walks or something, I kind of want to, like, shout, hey, Alyosha, play <laughs> Fight the Power by Public Enemy. And, like, if I keep doing that, like, suddenly they'll, like, be getting nothing but 80s hip-hop, like, say – but that that's – that that's not that's not uh el divo that's not (laughs) i was i was i was suddenly struggling for this speaks well of me i was suddenly struggling for like a really really unhip like uh uh, musical artist that someone who is like in uh, much older than i am and much more conservative would be going for maybe i should have gone for vince gill i understand Mm. that not, I I, actually, I know nothing about Vince Gill, but that was one name that came to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Perhaps either that's accurate or that just simply shows my own biases.
1: What? Wait. What is Vince? Let's see. Hold on. I'm go- Oh, by the way, I'm not Googling anymore. I've officially switched to DuckDuckGo. Oh. Oh yes. Okay. Vince are you Gill.
0: Okay. are you yourself fighting the power?
1: Um, kind of. Because of the research project that I I my research project. I like giving it that sort of like terminology because it makes it sound like super important, even though it's just like me <laughs> giving myself reasons to procrastinate. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's just, I have to go down portals of the internet. I never imagined I have to go down and I just would like the protection that DuckDuckGo offers. Uh, and I have to say that later on in today's show, one of our, uh, our news tidbits that we're going to be talking about, I have quite a commentary related to that so I'm going to wait till we get there just to kind of tease folks that I have something to say.
0: Excellent. Well, again, we we both well, uh, be, well I we do have some uh, we we do have some news yes, actually that we exactly. want to get to the very very top uh because we have we have uh, an attentive listener to thank uh, uh, uh a listener Akshay, Akshay Sharma on Twitter as I was pre- as we were preparing to go to air. Uh, called our attention to a really wonderful breaking news that was posted on uh, the uh, Australian Broadcast Company's uh, Far North Radio Bureau just three hours ago as we we, uh, we record. Yes, those of you who are long-time listeners, I am (laughs) not going to be letting you down. This is indeed... Our first Gimpy Gimpy Bush update in quite some time. Those of you who have come to our podcast later in life, uh, we were spending lots and lots of time speaking about the Gimping Gimpy Bush, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. one of the uh, more adorable... Let's say uh, the, uh, uh, the the continent and nation of Australia has many, we many trying, charms.
1: You know, we were trying to game a, a system of sorts. We were trying to game an algorithm and see yeah. if it could really latch on to even the most absurd out of, you know, because people don't normally think of the gimpy gimpy bush, even though it does cause people to basically
0: and even though it's even though it's a fascinating piece of evil botany ba- uh, basically at the time uh, google uh, was starting to add like podcasts to its search results and mm. we couldn't figure out whether or not uh, it was going simply by the metadata that was associated mm-hmm. with that or mm-hmm. whether it was actually doing speech to text to sort of analyze it so i was so we found something uh, that would probably not be covered by many podcasts and i selected the gimpy gippy bush which is a super, super venomous plant in Australia that has leaves with like little hairs on it. And if you, notable for, if you even just brush against this leaf, like you are in such intense pain that lasts for months and months and months. So bad that it is said that horses that have encountered the gimpy, gimpy bush have like run off of cliffs just to because they were driven so insane by the pain. Uh, and so uh, we were decided to keep mentioning the gimpy gimpy bush. Actually, we haven't done a gimpy gimpy bush up, but but i but I've let's 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 wait till later on for that uh, because we have incredible uh, wonderful research news. A professor mm-hmm. Irina Vetter from the University of Queensland's Institute for Molecular Bioscience, uh, she spent more than ten years studying the notorious reputation of Aust- Australia's stinging trees. A family, so uh, <laughs> it's not only a bush; it's also a tree. So, if you thought that, hey, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm, I'm gonna like, hey, uh, baby,
1: what do you do? I study murderous trees.
0: <laughs> Be really, really careful around our terrarium. <laughs> <laughs> There's an expert in everything, uh, but, but, so I'm just saying that if you thought that your, uh, your autogyro Would keep you clear of these stinging bushes well they've got stinging trees trees as well but Mm -hmm. the good news is that she and her team have recently discovered an entire new family of proteins or peptides found in the trees stinging hairs uh quoting her the primary structure of them is completely novel we've never seen anything like this before the 3d shape of them looks like toxins that you would find in cone snail venom let me repeat that Because I'm sure you thought that, no, he clearly didn't say cone snail venom. But yes, just like the toxins you would find in cone snail venom, and they do exactly the same thing. Uh, Professor Vetter hopes that this discovery will lead to new understandings about how pain works in general and how it can be treated in the future. Uh, Although uh, there is no comment, uh, but I would assume that the common sense remedy against the gimpy-gimpy bush and tree remains fire. Fire, 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 and more fire.
1: Um, I just need you all to know that the second search term for Cone Snail Venom is Cone Snail Venom Amazon. (laughs) Now, let me see if it is in the Amazon or on Amazon.com.
0: Ooh. See, I I would be um, opposed to people being able to buy that commercially.
1: And Okay. And then Amazon gives me Killer Snails Assassins of the Sea card game. (laughs) <laughs> the heiress of water a novel kindle edition
0: well see uh, no I, I don't anyway i don't want to i don't want to be like a huge downer uh i will i will say that uh
1: um, oh 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 no 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 they put this in a vial so you could put it on your face it's a botox alternative yep oh i'll Cone say snail it venom mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It might, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. I, I i imagine it's a very effective like exfoliant because as soon as you put it on and it starts to work, you're scratching at your face to get it off you so horribly that you will be stripping off all the dead skin uh, probably down to the muscles and tendons. Uh, but now this no I, I, I <laughs> look won't...
1: at my renewed baby skin <laughs> it's muscle Now
0: I, I, I have to I, I want to ask a question just for because I care about you and I love you um, yeah. is it, it, your your husband is healthy has no he, he's doing well, he has no like recurring illnesses or anything like that. No. Okay, that's good. Uh because like if he were like feeling sick and like gosh, he like he's he's been in the hospital with some malady that we don't know anything about and some detective said, "Well, let's check let's take a look at Florence Ion's search history." Like, "Oh, interesting. She was searching on amazon.com for where to buy some of the most
1: potent uh, uh ad- that's why I use duckduckgo. Ah,
0: there you go. There Aha. you go.
1: So, we're okay. We're okay in that. I am covered for my husband's murder. I mean, what?
0: Well, that in itself is suspicious enough that you're trying to. to, 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 to I cover thought you your were going
1: to spin it into like a into like a Columbo plot idea and say like, you know, has your husband been using your snail venom cream? <laughs>
0: Well, you're probably referring to, I believe, the season seven episode "Murder Under Glass," uh, in which Louis Jordan, as a uh, fr- as a French food critic, uh, was blackmailing essentially all the. Uh, Prime restaurants in the Los Angeles area uh, into paying him tens of thousands of dollars to continue to review their restaurants favorably. And when one of these restaurateurs uh, decided to kick back and expose him, he extracted uh, rare venom from the uh, from the fugu uh, fugu fish, the the puffer fish, being an exotic. Toxin that at that point in the 1970s would not have been immediately checked out and chose, should I say, a very novel way of administering the poison to said restaurateur in such a way that would make that would appear that to, for him to have had absolutely nothing to do with that random death.
1: I, I am laughing because I have brought up the fact that I switched Duck DuckDuckGo to my Discord and a couple of, uh, of folks in there were like, you know, Go is just not very good at search. And I'm just laughing that I typed in fugu fish. And the first thing is like a bunch of recipes for like ceviche, Baja fish tacos, (laughs) fully loaded tuna salad, followed by the Wikipedia entry for fugu, followed by a reel of YouTube videos that feature the fugu fish, including why puffer fish is so expensive.
0: Yeah, see, that's... That's definitely something that I yeah, guess algorithms
1: are it, it, also just a reminder of how much stuff is on the internet. God,
0: yeah, God, I mean, you could just
1: go any direction you wanted, murdering people, <laughs> eating food. Which way do you want to go? It doesn't matter, it's all there. Um, anyway, a cornucopia Andy, I heard- of
0: dangerous information.
1: I heard that there was an Apple event this week. By the way,
0: <laughs> yes, indeed, uh, and of course I had. Which,
1: a, by the way, I completely forgot about until like I got a newsletter about it, and then I still like.
0: We do sometimes go inside baseball about being tech journalists, and I, I have to say that, particularly in recent years, these events have lost a certain amount of whatever dignity they might have had to begin with, because it's to to, to me all of this COVID or not. This they could have simply really put up a few press releases,
1: exactly. maybe put up a
0: couple of YouTube videos, whatever point during the day, as opposed to ooh, we have a live stream, everybody tune into the live stream and we're doing this wonderful press. It's again, you you have products. Most of them are new versions of old products. It's it's you're real proud of them. And maybe you have every reason to be real proud of them. I I would I would uh, suggest that it's not a major event in history. And I, I'm not just talking about Apple events. I'm talking about all these other events where it's. Yeah. Cause uh, we're going to
1: talk about another Google one happening later on. So again, I know I keep, I keep spoiling it for the masses, but you know, I want to keep people, <laughs> I want to keep them here, you know? Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I, I mentioned it cause there was uh, of course uh, Google did get a couple of shout outs <laughs> with, with love I'm sure from, uh from Apple. They, uh now, but I, uh, uh, I, I will say that they, they, Apple kind of broke my heart because I got my hopes up. They mm-hmm. were mentioning, they, they were talking about the, the new Apple Watch and the new Apple Watch looks really, really wonderful. They've added uh, blood, blood oxygen uh, uh, d- uh, level sensing, uh, not only like by demand, but like continu- uh, continual, no, continuous, not continual. And
1: I, I think that Samsung, just as a side note, I think they're still awaiting approval for their version of it
0: right in the and, galaxy uh, yeah and and i will i will have to say that i'm not really looking forward to their version of it being as useful as what apple's version is going to be like because they're doing the, the thing that got me so excited about uh, even before this announcement about having blood oxygen level sensing on the on the watch is again not hey i wonder what my i'm i'm working out i wonder what my o2 saturation is right now or gee, I'm, I'm, I just sneezed twice. I wonder if I wonder if I have COVID wonder if my lungs are actually working. Uh, but the, the idea of it sampling your, your blood's uh, saturation, uh, several times over the course of the day, particularly while you're sleeping to say, gee, I really got a crappy, crappy night's sleep last night. I wonder if like everything, so maybe it's an irrational fear. What if the air is poisoned? Well, I just, no, just, just wondering like, okay, was there, did I like have a heart attack during the middle of the night, but it was one of those minor ones you don't find out about until like the big one (laughs) three years later. Uh, That That's that sort of stuff. Or or at least.
1: You're making me doing the cross. I don't like it when I have to do the cross, Andy. I don't like it when. We're talking i, know, and I have I to do my crosses
0: but see and I, i'm just a uh, samsung god love them I mean, They, uh, they they had they i think they were the first one to have like uh, pulse rate monitoring like with yeah. their phone and it was a clever hack but it wasn't set up in such a way that anybody would use it after they played with it for the it first was couple very weeks.
1: weird it was a very yeah. weird place to put it too i mean and people kept mistaking it for uh the camera or it was right next to the camera lens the people yeah. kept blurring out the camera lens with their greasy fingers um, again I, I a, like a, a very
0: I, Samsung approach
1: well I like what Apple said that they were doing with um I forgot what it's called I don't actually know if I registered what it was called but you could basically tether additional devices to one
0: yeah, that's a, account. That's that's what I'm talking about where they they started leading up to like oh and and we recognize that the uh, that they're uh, that uh, the benefits of Apple Watch should go to the entire family including people who may not have an iPhone. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is going to be the big surprise. They're finally making it into some sort of Android support and uh, not really they, <laughs> Bless you, Andy. they have so yeah, I got busted. <laughs> We're so out for that. <laughs> it's a new feature. It's a new feature they're calling family setup so that uh you can buy you can helpfully buy uh apple watches for everybody in the family including your parents and impl- including your kids uh and use only one iphone to register and set them up so if your if your parents have android phones if your kid <laughs> Actually, has an Actually when you phone, explain
1: it that way though I have to say it sounds like very sort of monarchy I don't know. It's just like one person is the holder of everyone else's like digital lives. It's just you know. Yeah. It's,
0: well, it's 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 a good I- it's a it's good idea, that way. especially especially when you consider it now. I I did have to push past the idea of so basically there are families that are giving their kids minimum three hundred dollar watches.
1: Yeah, that's why I that's why I tweeted that I want this for Android because I know that if it came uh, to Android, it would be a little bit more somewhat more price conscious you know <laughs> like not and not,
0: and and to be to be fair maybe maybe the situation is more like like uh, mom and dad, or mom and mom, and or dad and dad, are handing down like their old like Series Five watches to the kids while they buy That's the very Series Six true. or something like that. That's but very to, true. But also, this is you can't use this with like the cheap two hundred dollars Series Three watch. You can't even use it on a watch that doesn't support uh, phone calls. Why does this
1: feel like this was made specifically for Apollo Alto like elementary school? It just is very, you know what I mean? Like I'm imagining all these little
0: yeah, this this gets back kids. To, <laughs> this gets back to like the classic complaint the, – the, the things that as, – as, as people like us spend the day like searching for news and searching like newsletters and conversations about news – you, you come to the appreciation that at least one-third of everything that uh, Silicon Valley companies are working on are designed to solve problems experienced by engineers who work for Apple and Google and Facebook who make $300,000 a year. That See, I just wish there were a way that I could keep track of my kids. And then I realized – all if I just give if I, now I don't want to spoil my kids, I'm not going to get them buy them a series six $400 watch, I'm just going to buy them a $300 watch. And if they were to wear it all the time, like again, that's uh, that is nice if you can buy your kids. A- I listen, I want
1: something I want something like this when Mona comes of age to start going to elementary school, you know, because yeah. I live in a small town. You can walk to school here, all the kids walk to school here. Um, and I would love to be able to put some sort of digital tether on her that was not a phone. And I like right. the idea of a watch because kid wears a watch. You know, it's not a phone, it can easily get lost. Um We'll see. I think this is going to be iterated a lot. I think it's great that Apple's introducing it because if they're doing it, that means there's going to be a lot of copycats coming soon. Watch. The next Fitbit that comes from Google is going to have this built in, I bet. And they're going to make it like $100 because the watches are already $100. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I,
0: I yeah I hope so. It really it every time there's a new Apple Watch it's just another reason for me to th- th- think oh god why am I uh, why is there nothing half as cool as this or as useful as this. Uh, just it's it's like I know. Oh <laughs> I know. I mean it's it's I, like, I'm there with
1: you. I'm yeah. there with you. Cause I, I was scowling at I was looking at some of the, you know, the pretty pictures that they put up of like here's the new watch faces and the new watch bands. Um, and I, I was scowling. I, I was I was pretty bitter about it, just kind of looking. I'm like, you know what? You can get that watch face on wear os chew. I don't wear wear os and you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it is what it is, folks. It is what it is. You know, it's good, it's happening. Cause it'll. We all got to start somewhere. So, and Apple and Google constantly, you know, chase each other. So,
0: yeah. So at least, <laughs> at, so at least Google has someone to copy from. And if, so if if only <laughs> if only Qualcomm <laughs> decided scary. that, hey, you know that there, maybe we should make a connection between how good the Apple Watch is and how good the CPU inside the. Now, are, are we, am I just nutty here, or is should we create like a a mobile uh, chipset that's not just generic that is actually tailored specifically to the needs of? Well, you know, you know what. I know I'm going to they're going to laugh at me, but maybe I'll bring this up at the next barbecue and mixer we have on Friday and just see if uh, God, please do something. Because I don't it's right now. The only thing that is a supreme bummer about being an Android user for me is not having access to the Apple Watch or something equivalent to the Apple Watch. And you have the Samsung Gear uh, watch. They're very, very good, but it's not. The Apple watch and Mm -hmm. I just want an Apple watch Mm -hmm. and I don't want Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to anyway I just sour grapes oh uh uh, speaking of sour grapes so we did they also Google also got a shout out during the uh unveil of uh the new editions of the iPads where (laughs) Apple was kind enough to say that uh, the eighth generation, I think iPad, this is the 300, this is a, one of the best things that Apple makes the $329, uh, iPad, $299 for education. Uh, so they gave it a huge, huge update. Uh, and they're, then they're they're stressing that, oh, and the performance of this latest iPad, iPad is two or three times faster than the top selling, uh, uh, windows notebook in its class, six times faster than the top selling Chromebook. And so I, uh, now they didn't on Tuesday nor Wednesday did Apple mention which specific model of Chromebook they were comparing it against.
1: Get them, Mandy. Get him.
0: Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> I was wondering. Uh, were they trying were they comparing it to like one of those water soluble ones that sells for like eighty nine dollars or something? Uh the they're still not mentioning it. I did I have been asking. They uh, I do I went on Amazon and the current Amazon as of tonight's best selling Chromebook is the HP Chromebook uh fourteen inch yeah. uh with an Intel Celeron N four thousand, but it has similar it's a kid's specs. Laptop. Okay. Uh, so it has similar specs to uh, the the iPad Air uh, and sells for two hundred and seventy three dollars. So that's it's it depends on how generous you want to be. Uh, it certainly isn't the ninety nine dollar like Walmart water soluble Chromebook. Uh, so it is a no. Competitive... those are awful. By yeah. the way,
1: people ask about those all the time. Like is the on I think it's called on O.N.N. Yeah. Is that worth the money? And it's never worth the money. It's Unless, a, like, all you want is just, like, a throwaway tablet that you can use yeah. for some experiment.
0: Yeah, I mean, you that's – and if you want a throwaway tablet, get a get an Amazon Fire because those costs way under $100 for a color tablet and they are actually built – with the the only the only feature that they consider to be really really important to designing it is that they're going to they know it's going to be given to like a five or six year old kid who's going to drop it all the time and please make it durable and those things are surprisingly durable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so comparing the th- the three hundred twenty nine dollar iPad to the two hundred seventy three dollar uh, 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 HP Chromebook, okay, that's credible. You could, if you want to be a little bit puckish, mention that uh, that. The, the Chromebook does come with a laptop and uh, it does come with a keyboard and a pointing device. And to get that from Apple, if you if you buy the Apple Smart Keyboard, that's going to add an extra $159 to the $329 iPad, bringing it uh, close get to 500
1: yeah. Get out of here. I mean, it's I'm sure. That's actually not bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> still bucks, it's still but but also, yeah, again, I'm
1: sorry. I'm just trying to make a stink because, you know, me.
0: Yeah. It's this is uh, I, I'm I'm not see I, I used to one of the things I still do ding Apple for is that once again for some product lines their slogan is go be poor someplace else but <laughs> after they came out after they came out with the three hundred twenty nine dollar iPad I mean I would still love it if they came out with uh, a MacBook that cost uh, like seven hundred eight hundred dollars like a really good m- budget MacBook but I in all fairness. The idea of a whatever someone would come in, if someone were coming in for a budget laptop, three hundred twenty nine dollars for the especially this eighth generation version of the iPad, nothing. That's a hell of a deal, particularly because yeah. it's not really cut down in any way, shape, or form. It has yeah. uh, a super super fast CPU. It has uh, it has support for Apple Pencil. Costs an extra hundred bucks, but. That does the Apple Pencil will do things that your basic touch stylus probably does not do very well. Uh, if you want to go for the iPad Air or even the iPad Pro, you're still coming in at under a thousand dollars and getting something that is. Incredibly competitive to anything you would buy for five, six, seven hundred dollars. It, it works differently, of course, but it's still a credible thing. So I can't, I can't really ding Apple in any way, shape, or form for boasting about what a good value uh, the iPad, yeah. iPad, nothing is. I'm, I'm tempted myself to. There's, I, I've mentioned before that 2020 slash 2021 is going to be like 24 months of. Upgrading a whole bunch of hardware that in yep. my office that's kind of long in the tooth, and it's constantly very, very tempting to see how far, how many roles an iPad Air could fill for me, and if that were to leave money in my like total com- computational budget for a much, much, much more powerful desktop uh, and stuff like that. So, but I still want well, the
1: upgrade. I feel like. um I feel like it's enough Apple talk for now and we should maybe, you know, take a little break and go talk on to some Google. But before we do that, I just want to remind everybody who's listening to this episode this week that on September 18th, which is Friday, which is uh, I believe the day after this podcast comes out. We are hosting here at Relay FM the Relay FM podcast a thon. It's just a bunch of podcast madness and it's all to help raise money for St. Jude's. So I would implore everybody to make the time to tune in on Friday, support us, um uh, donate if you can. You can go to Saint slash relay for more information on that, or you can just go to relay.fm and there will be news there, and um, I do have a role in this year's uh, podcast-a-thon, so uh, tune in if you can, because <laughs> there's a lot of gaffes, and it's all on video. So we we still got it going with the, with the gaffes, so something something to look forward to this week.
0: Now, of course, it can't possibly be as entertaining as... Uh the Jerry Lewis telethons from the mid seventies where he was deeply addicted to Percodan on top of of being Jerry Lewis. uh, Go, go, go search YouTube for Jerry Lewis telethon 1970s. That's okay. So, but, but, but nonetheless, short of that, this is promising to be something really, really fun that uh, I'm going to be looking forward to watching.
1: I'm going to be doing this later tonight. Okay. Let's take a break.
0: Well, we'll take a break. We'll be back right after this.
1: This episode of Material is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Have you ever watched The Office? If you have, you probably know it's based on a UK series also called The Office. But what if I told you there are nine other countries with their own versions of The Office that you've never seen? Well, you probably didn't know about them because they're not usually available in your country. But you can access content available around the world with no geo-restrictions when you use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from nearly 100 different countries, giving you access to content that isn't available in your region. If you like watching shows or movies, ExpressVPN is a must-have. For less than $7 a month, ExpressVPN lets you access thousands of new shows and movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney+, and a ton of other streaming services. It's a no-brainer. And it couldn't be easier to use. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app on your computer or TV, select a location, and hit Connect. I love to use ExpressVPN to go into Romanian Netflix. I like to see what, you know, my people back at home are watching. And also, it's really great for me to just hear the language spoken. And so I like to see what content is coming out in the Romanian language. ExpressVPN is also incredibly fast and doesn't slow down your connection, meaning you can stream content in HD quality with no Issues, so get the most out of your streaming services today at expressvpn.com/material. If you go to that URL, you get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Again, that's expressvpn.com/material. Go there now. expressvpn.com/material to learn more. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: Well, you know, they they they, they talk about uh, the how heavy uh, weighs the crown on the on the king's head. Uh, so I wish that in all the strife that we're going through in 2020, we save a little uh, soupcon of sympathy for Google, which is being hassled quite a bit by people these days, uh, and cro- having strife from inside and outside. We will start this uh, this block by talking about internal strife. Uh, CNBC has a story that uh, broke today about uh, how uh, entitled Google is tightening rules on internal message boards as quote the new this new world creates urgency. Unquote. CNBC got access to an internal Google blog post and uh, official emails uh, from Google's community management team that acknowledged that a lot of the conversations on its message boards, again, internal employee message boards, were getting a lot more heated recently. And uh, they were asking employees to please moderate these boards more aggressively. You might recall that late last year. They instituted some new moderation programs. I believe in October, or September, or October of last year, when they're having similar problems, and apparently people working from home, people experiencing additional pressures, whatever the reason that there is a lot more, uh, a lot more problems that they're facing. Uh, I'm quoting the article here: the flag cat, the flag category, quote harassment, discrimination, unquote. Uh, was reported most often and had the most action taken. Uh, quote, it's I'm sorry, I'm quoting from the uh, from the email here. Quote, it's uncomfortable to acknowledge that there has been con- uh, content on our platforms that reinforced negative racial stereotypes, used harmful gendered phrases or insulted Googlers based on their nationality. Our world is going to get more complicated as the year continues. Tension continues specifically for our Black Plus community with Black Lives Matter and our Asian Googlers with coronavirus and China slash Hong Kong. All of this is compounded by the additional stress of working from home, social isolation, and caregiver responsibilities, to name a few. This new world creates urgency to keep work a welcoming place. Uh, the blog post was specifically calling out a couple of different employee uh, communications resources dory which is its system for proposing questions at those company community events and meme gen which is sort of its internal meme generator uh, quoting again here while the vast majority of content shared on our platforms is perfectly fine more flags have been submitted on dory and meme gen in the first half of 2020 than all of 2019. So they are the in terms of a call to action, uh, the Google internal community management team was proposing a framework for moderation uh, where forums fall into three buckets, uh, quote, required moderation, which is any content or communities that reaches a broad audience such as gen, quote, recommended moderation, unquote, which includes all hands meetings and, quote, no moderation, unquote, which are for smaller, more private groups such as employee research resource groups. This is clearly a they're they're clearly facing a problem of trying to maintain their existing culture since the mid 2000s of a company where you're allowed to speak mm. you're allowed to have yeah. it encourages questions encourages conversation but now they're working at a scale where they they've tried they've they've tried being completely hands off and they've not been having results that they consider positive so they're trying to maintain the old. Uh, the old philosophies while uh, acknowledging the times have changed since uh, 2006.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I just feel like um, there's kind of two sides to this. One side is that there, this is obviously a sign of the times because when I was reading this, um, you know, I had a conversation earlier with my husband. He got invited to be a moderator, a community moderator, moderator on Nextdoor. Hmm. So, Nextdoor has been, you know, trying to do all this stuff to change, you know, we're not, we we are not a platform where racists can come spew their racist things. Yeah, you kind of are and there's no moderation, <laughs> so they're kind of pushing it back onto the community to, you know, it, it picking people from certain neighborhoods and then in your neighborhood, you're the community monitor So I see a lot of similarities to that with what's happening here in terms of just like company, you know. But I also just kind of feel like I would love, you know, and maybe this is me speaking from a real platform of privilege, but I would love for us to just go back to the days where we didn't talk about this stuff at work. (laughs) (laughs) I, and again, speaking from a lot of privilege here, because obviously like you want to know who has bad views and who carries terrible opinions and who is, you know, who is probably scary when they clock out of work at the end of the day. Okay. I'm going to say that because sometimes these people are really freaking scary. The things that they are, you know, the holes that they're falling into, um, But I also just kind of feel like trying to maintain, again, that work environment that we had in the 2000s. Listen, a startup can't be a startup forever, okay? Eventually, you do have to grow up a little bit, the same way that children grow into adults. Um, There was a really great tweet I saw the other day, it was somebody was like, talking to their kid, telling them they had to do something just really mundane. And, you know, kids, they're always asking why, why, why? And sometimes there is no answer to it except that we live in a society. (laughs) And that's the answer. It's just like we're in a society. Can we make it, you know, livable for people? Um, Because, again, what's happening is, I don't know. Now I feel like I had a bad take. (laughs) (laughs) no i no, feel like I, I had a bad take because i'm basically saying like just not every no but that's not what i'm saying but i am yeah. also you know
0: no no I, I i as always it's possible to have multiple uh reactions to the same piece of information the same piece of news um on the one hand as a company like google gets much much bigger it becomes like its own nation state.
1: 300,000 employees is a lot of people. Right. 300,000 people is the size of a giant suburb in the Bay Area and that requires a lot of administration to keep running. You know right. what I mean? And and so yeah, you're right. It's the same thing there for Google.
0: Yeah. And and so just like uh on on the national level, on the state level, on the uh, on the community level, everybody who works within that community should feel as though they have a voice in that community. A hundred percent. And because you have, you have your identity that is attached to being an American, to being from new England, to being
1: an uh, immigrant, to being, yeah,
0: exactly. So this, this is why it's, it's important that, google not simply say okay that's it you're at work you're only gonna be talking about we're paying you to we're we're paying you to figure out how to fleece more advertising bucks out of more people we're not paying you to talk about the next election uh and, the, and the, the flip side of it's that is true. that— true.
1: We're not paying you to talk about the next right, section, but, I mean, yes. but
0: Yeah, so th- this is why there has to be balance between the two, that, yeah. like, Jenkins, I uh, can't help but notice that you spent three of your eight work hours today simply participating on conversations about politics on our internal message boards, and <laughs> we're wondering if Where perhaps— your hours? You could,
1: your hours are yeah. going to uh, a lot of, uh, as Biden would say, malarkey. Yeah,
0: well, well, it's more like we, we were wondering over here at HR if you could possibly you know spend more time doing that, say, on the can, uh, as opposed to when when we're trying to get some productivity out of you. Uh, so there's there's a balance that that these managers uh, have to strike because if they were to essentially tell people hey you're at work this is not a work related thing shut up they would not only be insulting their their employees they would remove be removing from google culture something that is very nourishing and very healthy and very important because when you when you're a shop of six people if bob starts talking about this great art, this great article he read on infowars then everybody knows that Bob is a problem. However, if you have three hundred thousand people, Bob can pretty much talk all he wants without real and without a whole lot of people hearing him directly, and requires people having a larger conversation. Especially once Bob gets promoted into a vice presidential position, where he can start to directly affect policy uh, at the company. So, it's a t- it's a tough thing. It's. Uh, Uh, However, uh, while we're on this subject, it's, uh, as I said, it's not just internal strife, external strife, and we should. Give you the weekly <laughs> Congress is uh, is mean to Google update our weekly update. The poor, poor. Let's uh, let's share. Let's find a find a moment of legitimate pity for Donald Harrison, Google's president of Google global, par- global Partnerships and Corporate Development, uh, who spent his time in the hot seat in front of uh, the Congressional Antitrust uh, Committee uh, people, uh, and as NPR put it. Uh, they spent. He spent his time saying that Google doesn't monopolize the digital ad market, but senators were not particularly buying it. Uh, this was the purpose of that particular hearing about the digital digital advertising. Uh, senators from both parties were pressing him on a couple of different broad issues. Uh, let's even let's not talk about you guys are trying to stifle stifle conservative points of view, blah, blah, blah. Let's get rid of that. But they actually were talking about legitimate issues. Uh, one issue- Do you know
1: of any other- Sorry, can I read this quote? I'm sorry to jump sure. in. Uh, Senator asked, do you know of any other company that exercises this kind of concentration and dominance across every layer of the ad stack?
0: <laughs> yeah, this was this was one of the topics they were bringing up that their, 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 the issues that they wanted to get into were- uh, one of them was that not only do they dominate the ad market but they dom- they they're, they essentially just like apple controls the entire iphone product from where the aluminum comes from to the to uh the, the the packaging of the thing they were saying that well look you control you control how ad people who want to advertise uh, get their ads. You are controlling where the people who want to place ads get to get their get their ads from. You control every step in the middle. Do you not think that this this indicates a unusually and perhaps illegal level of control over the ad business? Uh, the that quote that you mentioned came from Senator Josh Hawley, Hawley, a Republican from uh, Missouri, who also pointed to a UK antitrust finding that Google's control of each of these individual waste stations of the ad market range from forty to ninety percent. Again, this is the point in which uh, Mister Harrison cartoonishly tugs at his collar, and if this were a cartoon, a little puff of steam would be escaping from it, and perhaps he'd be doing a Charles Nelson Riley like <laughs> For those of you who are under the age of forty, Charles Nelson Riley was a a celebrity on the Match Game, noted for saying things like that. Uh, but they were also talking about uh, how Google has access. There, they they have. Uh, You know, services like Gmail, search, and other services that people's lives are intimately involved in that allows them to target ads a lot more efficiently and a lot more successfully. Uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat of Minnesota, was asking why uh if, this should not be considered to be inside information and if that were the if they f- decide that that's the case why shouldn't the ad business digital ad business be regulated uh to prevent abuses of inside information just like such things are regulated in the securities industry and there was no – once again, there's very little that uh, Donald Harrison could really say as uh, the only – except to say that he – there are lots of different places for digital ads. He was also talking about how the uh, uh, cost of digital advertising had been going down for several years, which demonstrates that there is competition. It also it also uh, bears mentioning that uh, if you look, the, the FTC actually has its own like uh, .gov page explaining uh, antitrust that they – as the overall policy of antitrust laws in the United States is to make sure that consumers are not restricted, consumers are not forced to pay higher prices. So that was obviously the sort of argument that is most useful to them at that moment, which is that, hey, look, if we are, if we are need to be trust busted, what are you talking about? Because consumers, i.e. the people who are buying ads, are paying less and less prices. I don't understand where the problem therefore is and to which the Senate is going to say – Oh, oh, come back next month. We will tell you where the problem is.
1: <laughs> yeah, the thing I was going to say earlier when I was talking about um, Duck, Duck, Go, which has surprisingly come up a lot in this uh, episode. I didn't mean <laughs> it to, but, you know, again, I've been doing this sort of uh, archival, you know, time traveling, digital time traveling that I'm, you know, attempting to do. And I today in particular I tried to use a couple of different search engines that were not Google <laughs> and I had like no idea that these existed but I had found them through a random I actually I think a life life hacker article which was like how to find your website from back in the day besides just going to like wayback machine and I used those search engines and I realized that like there really isn't much... You know, we're getting to a point where I've been thinking a lot about this in particular because of the past couple of weeks and just some of the announcements that come out, you know, uh, the idea that Oracle is buying TikTok, um, the idea that Microsoft is owning all of these, you know, different things, the idea that Facebook owns all of these different branches, all of these different businesses. And, you know, there was a huge Oculus announcement today and like it all links back to Facebook. And it just made me think about how homogenous everything has become. And just as a consumer for me, how tiring that is. Um, same thing with, you know, Amazon and like all of the big things that it owns. It's it's the Disney effect at this point. It's like Disney is at this top and it owns all these little prongs. And I just am losing the feel, these things are losing the feel individuality that they used to have. uh, And I'm feeling that way about tech as well. Everything is just keeps getting consolidated into another company. Every company gobbles it up. So yes, we do. I would like to see a little more regulation around that because what search engine is going to compete with Google? Because a majority of people are not me looking for websites from 1998. (laughs) A majority of people just want the link to show up when it wants to show up. And Google developed a platform, no, I'm not talking to you, and I should have muted you. (laughs) This is the problem with doing the podcast in this room with all these microphones, is like, remember, I've allowed all of this to go back to the lab and get processed. So they're going
0: to... Has your Google smart speaker asked for five minutes for rebuttal? (laughs) Because that would be be wrong. I would...
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's oh my god! I I would be freaking out if that happened. By the way, I would have the same. You, feelings you would be as right to I freak out about that. We would yeah.
0: We would we would have to start the show all over again with a hot new story that when we'd be on the Today Show tomorrow. We might have to about change it.
1: the whole scope of the show, realizing <laughs> that there's a direct link. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So that's what I've been thinking about. There's just. Too much consolidated power, and I don't like it.
0: Yeah, that, that 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 was a great analogy because one of the I did sign up for Disney Plus only because Move I on. said, okay, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it for a few weeks, and I know this was like back. You have in, to watch
1: like, The Mandalorian too. It's, it's it was well, required I managed, Star Wars viewing. Okay.
0: Uh, well, see, I man, I managed to avoid it for for a while, and uh, I. Uh, and so I decided. Okay, well, you know what? What's going to push me to actually sign up for it for at least a month is uh, 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 Hamilton. The movie is going to be mm-hmm. on right, July right. July fifth. Okay, so I'll I'll have a few weeks to watch the Mandalorian, see what else they have. I'll watch uh, watch Hamilton, and then I'll decide whether I want to keep it or not. And of course, I got rid of it almost immediately afterward. And the reason why was because. Uh, Disney – the way that Disney has consolidated entertainment and the way that they leverage that at least on their channel is like every – it seemed like every single thing that was available on that channel or on that streaming service is designed to make me more – try to get me more likely to sign up for a Disney cruise or something. Because, like, oh look, whoa, oh, documentaries. Let's see what documentaries we have. Uh, oh, the making of the Lion King. Oh, oh special effects. Now we'll take you behind the scenes of the Imagineers imagine that create the. Yes. <laughs> do can like Disney Plus? Can, can you imagine for a moment that there is a world that exists outside the Disney Corporation, and that perhaps I would like to hear or watch something on any subject that is not related to how wonderful disney is and how the new express pass feature of disney of disneyland allows me to get prior i i don't know i don't care i like i like the fact that netflix is just simply they like what's what's the show uh i don't care we'll, we'll buy it <laughs> Korean 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 magic uh, uh, reality show in which magicians compete in the yeah, middle of the that's desert. That's why sure, I well. still
1: have Netflix and why I don't pay for Disney Plus anymore. Um I know it's not a Disney podcast. I just want to say I found I didn't really need Disney Plus having YouTube TV because a lot of stuff yeah. there is on demand. So just just a side
0: mm-hmm.
1: note. Yep. Um I only pay for it when, you know, there are things you want to watch, which is Neither here nor there. So yes, too much consolidation of power into one hand. Google is the big dominant search engine. Do I use it when I need to do something specific? Yes, but I am also kind of on this new life path where I feel like I want to diversify a bit, which is why I made the switch to DuckDuckGo. So come join me and quack away at (laughs) subpar search results, but at least nobody knows what you're doing.
0: Now for our next story, we have something that maybe you should handle because... You got a personal invite to the next Google hardware event. You didn't get event, a personal I invite. I did not. I found out about launch night, launch night in, when my close personal friend and colleague Florence Ion like uh, uh, slacked me about it. Uh, and but uh, so apparently that's where, according to Google, uh, launch night in will reveal our new Chromecast, latest smart speaker, and new Pixel phones. Uh, and that's on September uh, thirty. 30th. 30th right september
1: 30th uh, it, 11 a.m pacific time so we don't yes. have to get up early like some people samsung <laughs> again 7 a.m uh, event so really it, like,
0: so the uh, apparently after some uh, question about is this just like a private briefing for the press or no it will be live streamed as a matter of fact they have uh the events with google.com site has a a fact for lunch night, uh, in addition to that, you know, details to be determined, but will be live streamed on, on YouTube. <laughs> I also thought it was weird that they actually have a, Hey, got more questions. Uh, email us at lunch night in at Google.com. And I'm saying, what, I, what, why didn't you invite me personally? May, I, I don't know. I don't want to be that petty, but you're, you're begging me for email. I just, it seems weird that a, press event or excuse me a, like a media event or just a launch event needs to have its own like email address for people saying okay just tell us what the well
1: to, which, to be which fair ones of these rumors
0: are going to be true have actually come true and which are not
1: to be fair i also got you know invites to the digital events from samsung and lg and a couple of other manufacturers so you know i'm on these generalized press lists um, But the the whole appeal of this is that I think Google's trying to I think Google's trying to do something with the public. Like, right. I mean, yeah, they're having it in the middle of the day. And they even said in their little FAQ page, why are the question is, why are you calling the event launch night in when it's taking place during the day to which they reply? Yeah, it's happening during the day. But what is time anyway? And that's absolutely true. Um, That sounds a
0: little bit glib for a huge trillion dollar corporation.
1: Is it? Is it glib? Or is it just reality that we're all living in? Have they been
0: injecting the marijuana again? Is that why?
1: At least they're acknowledging it. Unlike Mr. (laughs) Tim Cook today with a backdrop that is basically what it looks like outside the windows of, uh, you know, the big spaceship Apple campus. (laughs) Okay. Because I know what that was. I know what they were trying to do there. (laughs) It's like, just acknowledge we're all suffering. Um, And we are. We are all suffering. Just. Reminder. This is exciting, though, because, as always, it's a ample distraction, again, from yeah. everything. Uh, and it, I would be curious, if anybody does have a question, to send it in to launch night in at Google.com and see if you get an answer. And then tell us. <laughs> hmm.
0: P- particularly if they, if they send you a hat or something. Yeah. I don't know whether yeah. it's like when you call into the radio station and have like a question for – Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. or whatever, and they say we'll yes. give you a free hat for for appearing on the show. Uh, I think that it would be cool. I don't think that there are enough companies sending out free hats these days. And yes, I would like to have a free hat.
1: Uh, you know that if you join, by the way, completely off topic but similarly related, if you join the Google Maps like program where you're a you know a, a guide or whatever, right? Um, they give you perks, and so I've gotten like socks, I've gotten like candy, <laughs> like. And they're just like, hey, do you want this perk? Just send us your, you know, I got a pair of socks with a Google Maps logo on them. Why not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything. Again, inside baseball, but any time that I, I've I've been grateful for the times when, like, I'm. Uh, I'm like, ah, oh, geez, I haven't, I've, i am i am I've gone to the front door to pick up like whatever packages got delivered because I was sleeping and I, I haven't been like outside until like 11 AM. I'm still in like the clothes that like I slept in like before and someone's, some PR company like sent me like a t-shirt, like, oh great. I can, I can dress myself with like today's mail. That's, that's, that's awesome. Saves me a step.
1: Yeah. I did that with, uh, a t-shirt my husband's company sent him yesterday. So, so it's like a, one of those really comfortable t-shirt brands. I don't care for the graphic on it, but the right. t-shirt brand is really comfy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of t-shirts, um, okay, so that event's happening. We'll talk about that more. It's happening. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. We'll have all the details for you. Uh, I think, what is this next thing now? We're talking about climate change? <laughs> what is that, Andy?
0: <laughs> well, we're going we're to – I'm sorry.
1: You're telling me the climate is changing? It's getting hotter? It's changing.
0: Let's not prejudice things, maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. Like maybe humanity is a problem that needed to be eradicated from the planet. Can I share
1: something very quickly, also off topic? I feel like I'm throwing in a lot of yellow cards today. Just let me have this. Um, (laughs) I went to a very religious school and I was taught that the world would be destroyed by fire. Second time around, the first time the world would have been destroyed, it was destroyed by water. That was Noah's Ark, supposedly. So just like you all to know, I'm fearful for my life <laughs> during climate change times.
0: Yeah, we went we went to different schools. I did I did learn the <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I did learn... went
1: to a private Christian school. So yeah,
0: that's that that's sounds that what that happened there. I can I can buy that. <laughs> I did. We were made to learn the Robert Frost poem uh, "Fire and Ice." Some say the world will end in fire. Some say ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with. Blah blah blah. Uh, so uh, and that was more laid back, and I'm sort of grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so uh, Sundar Pichai, uh, through a blog post and a video, had some <laughs> good news for the planet and for those who are interested in continuing to live there upon uh, new blog posts, uh, which he talked about uh, climate uh, moves that climate positive moves that Google has completed uh, yes. and its new goals for, uh, for 2030. Uh, the uh, blog post is entitled Our Third Decade of Climate Action Realizing a Carbon Free Future. And I was very, very pleased. To uh, uh, reading all the things that uh, he was announcing that Google has achieved and intends to achieve, that okay, but I'm not a climate scientist. Let me see if how much of this is BS and how much of this is true. And it turns out that it uh, most of the uh, most of the experts in climate research uh, in climate research who have been looking at this as that no, 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 this is all pretty much legit as far as it goes. Uh, but so they announced that uh, Google's carbon footprint is 100% carbon free not just carbon neutral, but carbon free. They're using, uh, using offsets for that, but that's for right now. Not only that, but they've eliminated Google's entire carbon legacy. So if you go back to what is their, uh, carbon footprint upon the planet, since the company was founded, they have erased all of that, uh, again, partly through purchasing offsets. That's, that's you, that's often where a lot of this BS comes from where a company is not willing to change, uh, to, uh, Cleaner operations, cleaner materials, more responsible procedures, but they're willing to write some checks so that they can buy carbon credits. Carbon carbon legacy.
1: Sorry, Andy. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I'm bad sometimes at jumping in, and I apologize. (laughs) Um, Carbon legacy. Just for those who aren't, who don't know, it's uh, what solar panels, battery storage is basically how you how You operate things correct, uh,
0: yes. Basically, uh, reliance 100% on renewables. Okay, Um, okay. Uh, they've also promised that uh, all of its operations, including all of its campuses and all of its data centers, will run on 100% carbon free power by 2030. Uh, And he actually referred to this as a quote, sustainability moonshot, unquote. And as a, I have to, I have to think that that's a little bit significant. They always refer to moonshots as. Things that they don't know – they they think that this is a good enough goal to pursue it, whether or not they are absolutely 100 percent sure of how difficult it will be to achieve this. Um, they also – the blog post also goes into some detail about how much work it's going to take to go into – to be running on 100 percent carbon-free power by that date. Part of it is going to be investments in battery technology. Uh, obviously, part of the problem of uh, running your company this way is – Uh, It's great when you're using wind power when it's windy out great using solar power when it's sunny out you have to make sure that you're storing enough energy so that when those things are not happening you can still uh, mm-hmm. make sure that gmail still works uh, but he was also touting uh, artificial intelligence which is of course core to google's uh, and alphabet's brand that they're using artificial intelligence that will help the company source energy more efficiently by keeping track of when they need it where they need it and how they can source it and why uh, Greenpeace greenpeace U- usa certainly within coordination with Google, so I don't think that they were just spontaneous about this, uh, is on board. They issued a statement... Uh, Quoting here, tech companies were some of the first to set renewable energy goals, and even still, their energy-hungry data centers continue to use huge amounts of fossil fuels, prolonging our collective reliance on dirty energy anytime we use the internet. By becoming the first major tech company to commit to power its data data centers with carbon-free energy around the clock, Google is setting a new high bar for the sector, a breakup with fossil fuels altogether. Um, There are other components to this, not only uh, helping themselves run better but to help uh, other industries and other businesses run better. The blog post was talking about how they're helping 500-plus cities reduce one gigaton of carbon emissions annually by 2030. And uh, how they were lending a lot of their technologies to help these other businesses and other sectors to figure out how to run uh, their companies more efficiently. Quote: Machine learning has reduced the energy used for cooling Google centers by data centers by thirty percent. And now, DeepMind and Google Cloud are making this cloud technology solution available globally for use by airports, shopping malls, hospitals, data centers, and other commercial buildings and industrial facilities. So that's. Cool stuff. Uh, it's an end-to-end r- approach. Seems to be they, they. This blog post is also linking to white papers that explain what they're doing in greater detail. So they seem to be addressing both uh, th- where they're getting their supply of energy from, how they're controlling their demand of energy, but also uh, getting involved in energy policy uh, through investments and through uh, lobbying efforts. So it seems rather comprehensive and. Again, uh, it's uh, – we've had a couple of days to take a look at this and it does appear to at least pass the smell test. Um, it does <laughs> – overall, it yeah. does sound like – Apple spent a whole a, bunch, a chunk of time on Tuesday talking about their own energy commitments. On top of the announcements they've made earlier, again, about being energy independent uh, by a certain target date, uh, Apple is very, very proud of how uh, they're also controlling, like, where are they sourcing their materials for? Because whereas Google is a server-based company, uh, Apple is a product-based company, so it's very, very important. Where do they get their aluminum from? Where are they getting their packaging from? What are they doing with uh, their waste products? So overall, it sounds a lot like uh, Google and Apple doing for the environment – in a competitive way, what Macy's and Gimbel's department stores were doing for Santa Claus and Miracle on 34th Street in a, in a very positive way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. Listen, I have all of these snide remarks in my head, but I'm going to keep them there. And I will say that because, you know, I you can't – you just have to – you want to look at these things from all – from all sides. But I, I don't have the facts in front of me right now to say. It's just that little thing about the sourcing of mater- of materials. And, you know, it makes me kind of raise my eyebrow a little bit just because I know about, you know, global exchange. Just how the whole thing of international relations and how certain countries and and um, continents just. Anyway, anyway, I will tell you that this sounds a lot better to me than the incredible PR Uh, Scheme that Amazon has been doing, trying to convince people that they're working towards uh, being more green. Because Amazon is actually putting automobiles on the road. Yeah. It's actually, like, you know, packing pencils in giant, giant cardboard containers that people have to then, like, send off to recycling factories. And, you know, it's, like, just the whole cyclical thing and so they're doing this uh this big pr move where they like here's their engineer of like global whatever changing the world environment greenery and it's like i'm i took this job because i wanted a better future for my daughter and it's like <laughs> dude you work for amazon yeah like, i'm sorry it's like dude I mean, come on yeah <laughs> like and the whole commercial is of just trucks driving like in vast you know nowheres and i'm just like
0: yeah, it's Anyway. Yeah, AMC, I don't I don't Look know for those what,
1: things when tech companies talk about going right. green, okay? Look yeah, Look and, for and those Yeah, and and
0: also when it comes to when it comes to Amazon, it's like I will I have such a problematic relationship with them because Same. I I, mean, I do rely, I absolutely rely on them to get my hands, get my hands on stuff that I I can't be driving around everywhere, particularly I now. Save money get stuff.
1: buying stuff through them. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Like, and it's part of it's, cheaper, it's part of my workflow. Mm-hmm. on the
0: on the other hand, like they are just horrendous when it comes to labor. It's like there is no justification for how they exploit workers, well, try to it's... make sure that they have to pay them as little as possible, listen to as few of their complaints as possible, make sure that they have as few rights as they can possibly give them and actively campaign internally to make sure that they – that any union to, – to, they have a Department of Union Busting, per, almost. I mean, I'm sure that all they have I to know. do, all they have to do, is like accidentally, like if someone like, oh, we need the new artwork for the holiday, uh, holiday design, like uh, boxes we're going to be using. All that has to happen is for someone to drag the wrong file from the server, and millions and millions of packages will go out. And Amazon, here's here's the list of people that we intend to kill, and by kill I mean. I mean, let's not not consider killing them if that means that they're trying to make people make people get paid a living wage. It's like, oh dear.
1: Yes, I'm uh, sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. Because again, this is not an Amazon podcast. But I just, <laughs> I'm glad it's it's good to see Google committing to this because it's it's a you know it's a good thing for them. It's a good train for them to to keep running. You know, and plus they just have servers as far as I yeah think about these servers
0: it's it's somewhere in the desert
1: okay nobody wants to live in the desert anyway because it's so hot well when you
0: (laughs) when you think about it uh, their entire business model is converting electricity into money because everything they do is really that's also a good point
1: they need to keep the stuff running and by the way like when you think about it at a more macro level like Bro, everything that's like keeping me communicating with people is literally the lights on in like a server farm. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyway. Anyway. We should probably have our after dinner mint before Yes, I become after even the Stoner th- guy.
0: This is Now this is going to be a controversial one uh because the purpose of things that we label the after dinner mint is the last item that is more lighthearted conversation. I love conversation. You for posting
1: this by the way because this yes. is this is the Andy that comes out this is the this is the Andy that I know and love that you don't often get to see.
0: <laughs> oh, so thank you very much. I mean, I've, I see my I I paused here because this this is this news item is related to Mr. Shane Dawson, who <laughs> my uh, I I do have a Gen X to uh, to millennial excuse me, not millennial to uh, this the is Gen, uh, Gen Z this is uh, interpreter yeah. who informs me that he is a uh, YouTube superstar and influencer. Uh, and apparently, so his, if you aren't, if you aren't f- familiar with his work uh, and God bless you, I hope I wish I were you. Uh, he's one of these people who, uh, yes, he has like a kajillion YouTube uh, YouTube people. He's re apparently the top echelon of success on YouTube is that you have your own makeup line. I don't know how that turned out to be that way, but apparently anybody with above a certain level on YouTube has their own makeup line, their own branded makeup line. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have adjusted my own journalistic goals uh, accordingly. I'm hoping to get my own makeup line at some point. I don't no longer want a Pulitzer. If you offer me a Pulitzer, my question to you would be how will accepting this Pulitzer – be a stepping stone to my getting my own Pulitzer branded makeup line, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but uh, before he became at that that uh, that August level, uh, he had few. Uh, he did. He was building his brand. And to build his brand, he did a lot of super, super racist and homophobic, and right. really, really horrible uh, right. co- things. Building uh, a
1: brand for the wrong people, is I what I say.
0: exactly like things. Things would get a lot of attention very, very quickly. Like again, uh, racist jokes, racist humor, appearing in blackface, all this sort of stuff. Now apparently. Uh, once he achieved a certain like w- once the uh, the branded makeup level was within reach, it appears that he acknowledged that this uh, that doing blackface skits uh, would be a hindrance and no longer would be a- an asset. And so he stopped doing that. Uh, he started doing, I don't recognize the person who did that anymore. I've grown and I've changed the apology video that, again, gets you views and once again, puts you more uh, to, closer to that conference room in which you're picking out uh, shades for your uh, bronzer, blusher, and contouring uh, stuff. Uh, and so, but uh, so he's been. Uh, <laughs> he, it turns out that maybe he's had his thir- third strike because YouTube uh, has demonetized his channel and even his fans are leaving him. Uh, so now, which brings us to uh, the first video he's posted since. Uh, the check came due for all of that past transgressions I'm and it's becoming our after dinnerment because uh, he's giving it he and his partner are giving a tour of his home uh, and uh, t- pointing to a mini fridge in their master bedroom and saying that YouTube CEO Susan Buczycki, uh gave it to him it was a personalized mini fridge that was given to him in 2019 uh, he says quote, well, by the
1: 2019.
0: way think- 2019 uh, Last by year. the way Yes, last year. Uh, I think it was April of last year, according to – now, this is from the no no less a uh, journalistic source than Insider.com. Uh, uh, apparently, they also – being good journalists, they found a, a tweet from Susan Bojewski uh, that also, quote, tweeted Shane's uh, tweet about her visit to uh, the Shane Dawson – palace or whatever, whatever, April 18th, 2019, in which they're quaffing diet and W root beers and having a good old time together. So all I'm saying is, uh, I mean, I just mentioned how cool it would be to get a hat. I don't know how difficult it would be to have YouTube CEO come and deliver a fridge to you. Now, maybe this is part of their carbon offset thing where they realize if they ordered it from Amazon, they would be using some fuel inefficient car to deliver it. That perhaps if they came in – she came in her own Tesla uh, using electric power to deliver it, it would be a positive thing. It just – it just goes it's, – it's rare that you see something that points out an issue kind of this strongly, uh, i.e. that they're not giving fridges and free root beer to the right people. I think that yeah, they could find more people more worthy of free root beer in mini fridges.
1: The the lead image for this is a picture of Shane and Susan in front of the letters T E A, which spells T. And then further down below in um in the the tweet post where it was quoted, it's a picture of Shane and Susan looking at a book called The Art of of tea, the art of making tea, the Shane Dawson edition. And I would just like to point out that the phrase spill the tea was coined by a black woman. So once again, Shane Dawson has done his duty of being a complete moron. <laughs> uh I also am man, the word moron is so good. It's like such a great thing to call a person, right? <laughs> This is just some gusto when I, you say more you are a I'm, moron. I'm
0: I am i am a big fan of Chowderhead.
1: Chowder See, I feel like that's an East Coast thing because I have never heard that. I feel like here that would be uh, like sourdough head. Uh, it doesn't true. really work, right? Anyway, um Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I tried to put my elbow on my chair and I fell. Um <laughs> this is uh this was only last year, and it's we've been talking about all this YouTube stuff for a while, and it's it's a little enraging that this fell under the radar because I feel like I would have made a big deal about it if I saw it
0: yeah it's part of the I, again we maybe I, I'm I fear the way be straying from the sugary sweetness of the mint, but, we're, we're, what, but actually it, it counts because we're reveling in the downfall of someone who uh, is rich and powerful uh, for Shane Dawson for now Susan Wojcicki eh, maybe later there's it's it's, but it does illustrate exactly what's so frustrating about a lot of this stuff. I can't control that someone, whether or not someone becomes really, really popular because they're saying stupid things that draw a really, really huge audience. Can't control that. It's not my issue. It's not my problem. I should, this is, this is not something that I should get myself like worked up about. The problem is that when uh, I'm not even necessarily that bothered when you have a company like YouTube that. Whose point is, look, we are – so long as you are within certain guidelines, we are not in the job of telling you what should or should not be broadcast because otherwise we are going to be probably stifling a lot of conversation that – due to uh, stupid uh, bureaucratic rules that – conversations that people should be having. I can I can allow for that kind of conversation, but it's when you have such blatant situations like this where Shane Dawson is a, one of the biggest stars on YouTube, brings brings in so many viewers and so many fans to the platform and so much advertising revenue that I'm going that I, the CEO of the company, I'm gonna like pal around with them, even though it is 2019, and even though as the CEO I have people on staff whose job I would suppose is to say, um. Yeah, uh, we spent a whole bunch of time looking at his past YouTube videos, and you might want to not be sitting yeah. next to him clowning around. Where was your assistant to tell Captain you that? Blackface here. Yeah, That's your it's... assistant's
1: job, okay? If you're paying your assistant a measly 45 a year, the least that they could do is look up the wiki page of this guy, because everybody knew his. anybody who's anybody knew that. Basically, if you are connected to Jeffree Star, it's always been an uh, unspoken truth of the internet that if you're connected to that person, that you are probably trash, which is why a lot of, um, I'm sorry to use such a harsh terminology. It's very unjournalistic nope, nope. of me, but Jeffree Star is trash. And um, I always, by the way, frown at people who tell me they still buy his makeup, It, but it's really good. There's a lot of other great makeup out there. There's like a thousand makeup brands. Anyway, um, yeah, it's... Uh,
0: yeah, it's. <sighs> I, I think what I'm looking poor for form. is poor form, poor form, Susan. Yeah. I, what What I'm looking for is there are there are commu- there should be community rules that make sense that are for the good of really the world. When you talk about the reach and influence of a, a service like YouTube, and even when your top earner on the platform is violating these rules, they should be beholden to those rules as much. Yeah, not. Else. I need a mini fridge for
1: my skincare. That's what I need. It's on my wish Christmas wish list for this year. So I can have a nice cooling mask at night, you know, kind of help bring down the puffiness. That's what I need, Susan. So bring me. Bring me my fridge. I will even take Shane's fridge, okay?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'd probably want to My mom bleach. is
1: really good at bleaching stuff. Oh, there don't worry. Okay,
0: there you yeah. go. Uh, anyway. Well, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed that. That's. Uh...
1: <laughs> hey, I get to use the word moron and trash within minutes of each other. So and I I feel like it, this was a great way of just, you know, putting the pin in it, so to speak.
0: <laughs> uh, God God love everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess that's, that's going to do it for us for this yeah. week. Uh, Flo, anything interesting or exciting that you'd like to announce or call people attention to before uh, they come back next week?
1: Always go to my website, florencelion.com, if you need any information about me. And now I have tech. And if you go Ooh. there, you can see um, that's my recent works page. So you can see like all the stuff I've posted lately. So Ooh, well, that's okay. what I've got. Yeah.
0: As for me, as usual, if you can spell my last name, which is no no mean trick. I was 14 before I could spell my last name myself. Google will
1: auto-correct it for you, by the way.
0: Exactly. That was <laughs> my I, never tell, I won't I shouldn't tell the story, but there was a there was a time when uh, Apple like uh, actually hardwired its text its text to speech to pronounce my name correctly, which involved an engine. Like I, I think they did it uh, like engineers there like did it on their own because I got an email from uh, someone saying, "Hey, could you give me like five copies, five different you like repeating your name five times so we can hardwire it?" And my dad was so uh, a combination of proud and sort of displussed when I took when I told him about this. Because and I demonstrated for him on on my on my MacBook and he said he was very very proud because again when you when your son chooses a career as a freelance journalist, it's not as though oh look he's been promoted to like district manager oh look he's been promoted <laughs> to vice president right. oh look now he's been hired away as COO. The parent will loves to see these things that they can recognize as yes, signs that this true. their child is doing okay in their chosen field. And so this was impressive enough that oh wow that's who this is actually. I feel as though my son is not going to be like living in a cardboard box. Or I was actually thinking that it was going to be a a grocery bag box, but anyway, uh, the but the until so he's proud of that, and then like he called my attention to the fact that uh, like now obviously I grew up in a suburb of Boston. My mother, like, grew up in, like, Boston, so she packs the can and have it, Yad. Mm-hmm. My father uh, grew up in western Pennsylvania. He parks the car in Harvard Yard. Mm. And so, like, those two accents sort of negated each other and gave me, like, a very neutral neutral. True, R. you don't have
1: an accent. Yeah. Right.
0: And so he pointed out that, <laughs> that see, he, he pronounces our family name Anatgo. Uh, whereas I use, I say Anatko, <laughs> okay. and so I said, "Well, basically, like my my brothers and my father and my mother pronounce <laughs> it's not the way that like my entire family pronounces it," and that I had to like say, "Well, no, I'm sorry, but it's like you and like 11 people like, against 20 million max now, so I'm afraid we outvote nice.
1: you." Nice, <laughs> nice, wow, wow, uh,
0: it, that's a good just, thing to end in, on. In jest, in jest, right? And thank you for uh, sharing that. Yes. Oh, if, and if you and actually, if you go to my Twitter today, I uh, t- today is the 25th anniversary of the release of the film Hackers.
1: That's right, it is.
0: And so I decided to tell my own story of like seeing Hackers. In oh yeah, an actual... I saw you
1: threading that. I want to yeah. go read that. That was the first movie that my husband and I watched when we had you know our first like come over to my house and watch a movie date. Oh, <laughs> adorable.
0: <laughs> was it was it DVD or VHS? It's, it's more adorable. It was if it's DVD. VHS. It was DVD.
1: Okay. I had never seen it before, and um I love the soundtrack.
0: It is a good soundtrack.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um
0: uh. So I guess that'll do it for us for this week. Go to relay.fm slash material uh, to st- inquire about memberships to support our show uh, in another another direct way. We always thank people who are uh, paid members. We do have special content for mm-hmm. our members across the entire relay.fm network, not just from us, but from the entire relay.fm. And family, uh, so that'll do it for us for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you hear us again next year, next week, and until then, have an amazing seven days. Bye.